Good evening and uh, welcome to our evening service. Today evening we have the privilege of having Brother Robin Asger who will be delivering the word of God tonight. We warmly welcome Brother Robin and notices for the week. On Tuesday we'll have tea and talks at 10 a.m. And on Thursday, prayer meeting in the Annex at 7.30 p.m. And on Friday, there'll be English conversation class here in the church at 10 a.m. And advance notice on Wednesday, that is 13th of uh, March at 7.30 p.m., we'll be having church members meeting here in the Annex room. And we'll be having... Easter meetings starting from 27th, that is Wednesday, 27th of March. Uh, first meeting we'll be having at Feltham Evangelical Church at 7.30 p.m. And on 28th at Cranford Baptist Church at 7.30 p.m. And on Good Friday, that is on 29th, in the morning we'll be having Good Friday service at 11 a.m., and also in the me- evening, Easter meeting at 7.30 p.m. And that concludes the notices. Thank you. Scripture reading is from Ephesians 1 to 7. Ephesians 3, 1 to 7. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you, that is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to people in other generations, as it has not been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that, through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of his power. Again, we will read from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 to 10. Second Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 12, from verses 1 to 10. It's on page 1166, otherwise you can't follow it on the wall. I must go on boasting, although there is nothing to be gained. I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know. But God knows, was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things. Things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what 
I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take, away, take it away from me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Persecuted chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3, how to identify future leaders, how to identify future leaders, Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 6, this mystery that through the gospel the Gentiles are heirs together with God is working. 
2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 11. Paul says, look alone yet with me. This is Paul's last letter. Get Mark. Bring him with you. For he is very useful to me for ministry. So here is Mark. Over the years proved himself, matured, and became a useful servant of Christ. So that's how to identify leaders and how to equip leaders, how to prepare for future leaders. So please turn with me to Corinthians chapter 12, which was read to us. 2 Corinthians chapter 12.
the flesh, keep uh, his pride in check, making him humble servant and humble leadership. And in verse 8, three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. Secret, sin, penetrate. So we must take steps. Those who are in ministry. God's favor during suffering. How God favored you. God is enabling us to serve him. Uh, often, sometimes we see our church is growing and our preaching uh, brings blessing to many. But always be aware, watch out of the dangers of pride. We are in the hands of great equipper. He gives us gifts, success, blessed experiences. He announces our usefulness in the kingdom. But God also sends Thorns of flesh to protect that usefulness to keep us from our pride. And thirdly, what else can we see? Experience of God's grace. Three times, verse 8, I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should be, it should leave me. And the answer was no. No. So what was the answer? And he said to me, my grace, my grace, God's grace, Christ's grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecution, and calamities. And when I'm weak, then I'm strong. How could you continue, Paul? How could we continue? All through hardships, Paul was weak. Weaknesses was all of his experience. But God's grace, God's strength, power of Christ... In weaknesses, he was strengthened of God. The thorn must remain. And also the weaknesses must remain. And also Savior's grace, always there too. Always be sufficient. His grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weaknesses. That is why in spite of all these uh, crushing blows and uh, you meet some pastors and ministers and, and uh, missionaries and, uh, and you say, how do you continue? How do you continue? When I'm in Cranford for more than 20 years, where are my 20,000 believers? I don't have 20,000 believers. But all I can say that we have preached the gospel. We have point men, women, children to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we are called to do. Paul continues to labor on. Still living for Christ. Still faithfully serving Him. And still always rejoicing. Always in the Lord. Humbly 
serving. He boasts in his weakness. He boasts in his insult. He boasts in his hardships. He boasts in his calamities and persecution. It's unlike any job, isn't it? When you apply for a job as a young man, what are you looking for? The salary, the perks, my future. And here is here's the perks of ministry. Weaknesses, insult, hardships, calamities, and persecution. And all these things made him dependent on God. We are in the hands of equipping God. Left to ourselves, we will not stand. Strength in weakness. He gives us gifts. Yeah, he gives us opportunities. He gives us teachers to grow in understanding. Today's leaders, tomorrow's leaders, God carry on. God is always looking forward. And the bright side of Christian experience and the dark side of Christian experience, the things that enhance our usefulness, the things that protect our usefulness. We are in the hands of equipper. God makes us feel nothing, nothingness, servants of Christ. Rest on the power, the strength, the grace and mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sorrow and struggle in the ministry. Keep going. Strength in weakness. As I said, we are in the hands of equipping God. God gives us opportunities to serve Him. God gives us opportunities to teach others. God has given us various gifts to use for the extension of the gospel. But remember, suffering, weaknesses, making us vehicle of blessing of others for the glory of His name. May the Lord raise young men amongst us. Be faithful servants of Christ. And think of themselves nothing. Looking to the Lord Jesus Christ. Looking to Him for wisdom. Looking to Him for strength. And looking, serving Him faithfully. May the Lord raise many. And remind ourselves, my grace. The Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Amen.